Hey everybody, welcome back to the Woodscast. It is April 19th, and this is a podcast where usually two dudes who are told their brothers um, have a too, few too many adult beverages and shout into the void about the simulations you noobs call life. And as always, uh, everything is made up and the outline does not matter. I say usually because uh, usually I do this podcast with my younger brother Shay. Uh, Shay was busy tonight, so I decided to do something a little different. Um, as some of you listening to this may know, I am a big fan of the uh, InfoWars-centric, Alex Jones-centric podcast, Knowledge Fight. Well, Knowledge Fight was recently um, featured in a New York Times article in which they discussed the reason why they look into uh, Alex Jones uh, the fact that he is an interesting right-wing figure and that he is a microcosm of how you can study, you know, how ideas and tropes and, and sayings uh, start on the far, far right wing and uh, evolve into the, you know, general conversation that we see now in politics and society and whatnot. You know, you could say that this is sometimes how people, you know, talk about shifting the Overton window and whatnot. Um, well, uh, because of that article, one of the um, underlings of Alex Jones, uh, a, a young man named Harrison Smith, who I might refer to as a Nazi muffin for the rest of the uh, this podcast, um, old Harrison Smith uh, did a segment on his show, American Journal, the American Journal, excuse me, where he uh, apparently called, you know, basically, you know, skimmed through this article and called our buddy uh, Dan and Jordan from Knowledge Fight bunch of liars and uh, just a slew of ad hominem attacks on them uh, based solely on his impressions of this article, which he had not read. I want to be very clear. There are going to be some long pauses here, excuse me, that are not me, but just Harrison with this article up in front of his face, uh, reading with his lips moving uh, about, about something that he felt was an attack against him and InfoWars, which uh, it actually turns out his defense of this art, uh, defense of Infowars against this New York Times article is so much goddamn projection, it's not even funny. So I decided to uh, do this little podcast where I'm going to talk to myself, I guess, for uh, a couple minutes. Um, the segment on, on the American Journal was only about, f- it actually it was about 25 minutes long, but I'm gonna, we're only going to cover about 14 minutes of it here. Uh, I'm going to play uh, some of Harrison Smith's bullshit, and then I will pause it to shit all over him and the things he says. Um, yeah, so this is going to be a little bit different format. I'm just going to play it loose from the hip here. Uh, we never really prep much for this podcast anyway, so uh, I guess we'll just go for it. Um, so this, this podcast, I guess is going to be for two audiences. It'll be for the couple dozen people that regularly listen to the Woodscast. And also I'll be dropping this into the, uh, you know, um, knowledge fight, uh, Facebook group, because I promised them that, uh, I would, uh, comment and do a rebuttal of, of Harrison Smith's bullshit. Uh, because I know that the uh, the two proprietors of Knowledge Fight, Dan and Jordan, um, have a strict code of not interacting directly with Alex Jones and any of that media. They're just strictly observers. But also, they just have too much integrity. Uh, I do not. Um, I have no respect for Harrison Smith, Alex Jones, Infowars, the American Journal, all of it. Um, so I will proceed to uh, just call him a, a Nazi asshole throughout this whole thing and point out where he is being uh, nothing but just ad hominem attacks. Um, hey everybody, just want to put a little edit here into the podcast real quick. Um, I went back and reviewed to make sure I could hear everything that uh, Harrison could be heard and I could be heard. And there's a part where my audio dropped out here at this point in the podcast. And um, 
think I messed up, you know, pausing my audio and playing Harrison's. But the the thing that got lost was at this point in the podcast, I talked about how Harrison Smith is a complete Nazi asshole. And the reason I felt that I could call him a complete Nazi asshole is because of the anti-Semitic things he allows to be um, brought on his show, The American Journal, and there's zero pushback given to it. Um, in one instance, and this was broken down by Dan and Jordan on the March 10th episode of 2021, that's uh, Knowledge Fight episode 539, um, where a caller calls in to the, um, the American Journal and brings up the protocols of the elders of Zion, and there is zero pushback from that from Harrison Smith. He doesn't say, he actually chuckles and said, yes, everybody should read those. And if you're not familiar with the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, that is the um, Russian nobility forgery that blames everything in the world that is going bad on a cabal of dirty Jews that run the country, run the world. Um, that's your basic uh, George Soros is paying everybody in the world to do things you don't like, horse shit that you hear on the right. And um, on that day, a caller calls in, says everybody should read that, and Harrison chuckles and says, yeah, everybody should read that. You know, Zero pushback on one of the most anti-Semitic pieces of literature that you know, has ever been written and is brought up time and time again by these people. So uh, that's why I feel it's okay to call Harrison a Nazi asshole. And I uh, just want to make that clear. And uh, we'll get back to the podcast now. But let's go ahead and uh, see what his take on this is. As I said, we're going to go through about 14 minutes of this. I'm going to play and pause this as I can and let you know why uh, he is A, not making any direct arguments that the New York Times article was wrong, and B, a shitload of ad hominem attacks, and C, projects so much through this at uh, the you know authors of the uh, Knowledge Fight podcast that he and Alex Jones do on a daily basis that it's, it's really funny. It's really funny. Um, I, for one, have never been a person to turn down an alcoholic beverage. They'd be like me, you putting me in charge of Alcoholics Anonymous throughout the entire United States of America. Just would not fly. Huge hypocrisy there. All right, let's get it. So we're going to start with the intro music and a little, uh, little, little joking by our buddy uh, Harrison Smith here. Nice vibe, I do like. You're music. watching the American Journal with your host Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, right off the bat, these poor people, you guys. Horrible fake laugh. Horrible fake laugh. Alex Harrison and Owen Troyer all have horrible fake laughs on this uh, entire goddamn uh, network. I, I can't get over how bad they fake or fun, uh, find something funny. I'm gonna open up the phone. <laughs> I'm gonna open up the phone lines now. Uh, the number to dial one eight seven 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 eight nine two five three nine. I'm reading an article about... Now, before we get any farther, um, he's getting ready to get into the article. He has it in front of him. But remember, this is supposed to be a call-in show. Alex Jones made this a show after, um, I believe it's Washington Journal, which is a C-SPAN show where people call in, and it's just kind of no-holds-bar. You, know, you have a Democrat. They actually just label each other Democrat and Republican. You call and say whatever you want. Um, that show's funny, but that guy that hosts it, knows how to, like, control a caller and be like, oh, okay, this is some really racist shit, and, like, shut him down. Harrison just lets this shit go, and that's why it's it's uh, problematic, to say the least. But, let's, no, I digress. Here he is talking about the article. But, uh, what what the New York Times calls Alex Jones's podcasting hecklers. <laughs> what, a, what a great thing to be called, podcasting hecklers. You know, heckler is the guy sitting at the back of the room 
at Hominum. <laughs> you know, there's there's somebody on stage, you know, putting himself out there, giving it his all, making something from nothing, putting new ideas out there. Then there are the hecklers in the back that are the drunk, worthless, fat asses just shouting nonsense and, and annoying everybody else, right? All right, right off the bat, uh, so there's your first ad hominem attack. They're saying they're drunk, uh, worthless fat asses. He hasn't seen uh, a picture of Jordan or Dan at this point. Um, he apparently hasn't done any research into the podcast to know that they're both comedians. They're both former comedians. So the heckler the heckler moniker in, in the New York Times article comes from the fact that they both previously did stand-up, comedian, stand-up comedy as a profession. Uh, this guy hasn't read the article, doesn't get that, so he just uses that and you know, puts in a cutout of who he thinks uh, would make fun of him at Infowars. So, so that that's the start there. Oh my God! So I'll get to that story in just a second. Uh, I do want to tell you right, we uh, all right, we have a new sale coming down the pipe, and it'll be here in one hour or no, less. I'm gonna, told a again, massive new update with huge new discounts at InfowarsStore.com. So if you want to take advantage of a sale that was supposed to end yesterday. You have about an hour to do it. Winter Sun Plus, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, you can get them together to get an even bigger discount. Those are on sale. Rocket Rest, Lung Cleanse Plus. God, uh, if you've been waiting to pull the trigger, you are rapidly running out of time. And uh, that sale will be over in less than an hour. So go there now to take advantage of uh, that incredible sale. And I'll be bringing you the uh, the newest information as soon as I receive it. But... I just want to read this. Uh, all right, real quick. That is a staple of all the shows on Infowars. They say that they're doing fine and they're the biggest, baddest uh, shows ever. They've got 100 million listeners at any given second. None of that's true. They hawk these supplements constantly because that's the only thing that makes them fucking money. And he, later he's going to talk about how uh, Infowars is totally okay and there's no problem. But on the on the show right after this, Alex Jones says he's already uh, put his house up for mortgage to fund all the Infowars so he can fight the globalists. So like, there's, there's this constant, constant inconsistency throughout the whole show. And we'll talk about that more when uh, Harrison brings it up. But just there again, nothing but ad, uh, ad pivots the whole time. The sales are always supposed to end the following Monday. They never end because they can't fucking end them because they need the fucking money. And Alex Jones is putting up his own fucking house. Um, to fund this shit, but they're still, you know, better than CNN or, you know, MSNBC because they're, you know, user funded. Um, another aside, uh, if Alex put his house up for mortgage, his house, I believe there's still a lien on it from his, uh, first marriage. He owes his wife something like $785,000 and the house is used as collateral. So I don't know how the fuck he's putting up his house for uh, sale without paying out the nose to his wife, but Hey, that's neither here nor there. Let's go back to uh, uh, Harrison. I'm going to read parts of this article for you. <laughs> it's it's from the New York Times. Alex Jones's podcasting hecklers fake laugh. face their foil, foils downward slide. Oh, it's a downward slide, is it? Wee! You know, it's just like Infowars just doing fine. I mean, under constant attack, right? Constantly being attacked. Constantly having people go after every... Uh, you know, go after us in every way that they can, whether it's trying to get us removed off of platforms like New York Times. Oh, is it shocking that Google Podcasts still has Infowars? I mean, they, they have to have several people at the New York Times whose entire job is just to try to attack Infowars. 
I don't know about the New York Times, but I can tell you that there are several people that keep track of InfoWars woo fuckery because they are part of the right wing nonsense. The same people that pay attention to QAnon will dip into the Alex Jones world because that overlaps with Alex Jones's world. Alex Jones tried to adopt QAnon for a while, but then just couldn't cut it because they wouldn't let him be the king of it. So, no, there isn't somebody at the New York Times that just spends all their day paying attention to this, these dumb fucks. But because they're such dumb fucks, they pop up in regular media. And the reason they pop up in regular media, as he'll describe later, is a lot. Of, uh, some of the people that work at InfoWars have been arrested uh, because of the Capital Six riot. They were in there shouting shit about InfoWars and filming themselves. And Alex Jones had to act like, A, he planned it all and everybody should be a patriot. And then, B, he never heard anything about it within a, a matter of hours. So that's why your ass pops up here, Harrison Smith. Not because they have somebody that thinks you're interesting. God damn it. All right, let's go ahead and keep going. They're failing because people go to InfoWarsStore.com because they support us, because they know uh, what we're up to is, uh, you know, telling the truth. It, the number of lies in this article alone is uh, honestly breathtaking. Before he goes any further, he's going to say there's so many lies. He can't prove of one of them, and I can tell you why all of them are correct, and he's just full of it. But we'll let him say it first. Taking my breath away. Even use words that don't even make sense. The InfoWars impresario. That's pretty cool. I mean, I want to be an impresario. It, impresario means land speculator. So, you know, whatever. Yes, Harrison, whatever. Uh, the actual definition for impresario is a person who organizes and often finances concert, plays, or operas. Uh, historically considered a manager of a musical, theater, or operatic company. So they're saying that your boss, Alex Jones, manages... Um, productions and that's exactly what you guys do there you make up horse shit out of whole cloth usually just reading the the headline of an article not knowing what the article says and then just riffing on it and acting like it fits your worldview so yes harrison you dumb shit that's exactly what uh alex jones is but please continue they just use words that sound interesting i guess um and his camera crew had accosted a man escorting three latino children Oh, the poor Latino children and their mothers. It's like, you can watch the video. There are no mothers. There are more than three children. They are being kept in the trunk of a car. And they are being smuggled. And Alex Jones stops them. All right. This is the video that Alex Jones released a while ago that he says went viral. Uh, he said it went viral. The only place I saw it was when I watched InfoWars. Uh, it had been mentioned in passing by the guys on Knowledge Fight, mainly because they know if you pay attention to Alex Jones in this way, it's detrimental to real news and gives Alex Jones eyeballs he doesn't deserve. But right here, Harrison Ford is doing what Alex Jones does and conflates two different things that happened to make him look good. The video that quote-unquote went viral was not kids in a trunk. It was kids in a van. Alex Jones got out in front of it and acted like he was going to stop a moving vehicle. Excuse me. Uh, the driver of the car talked to him, said he was there with a relief effort to help get these kids to a Catholic mission. Um, they accused him of smuggling kids. They just screamed at a man's face. Um, then there was a different instance where a woman who was trans helped transport the kids, uh, accosted, um, Alex Jones accosted her, and she basically told him to shut the fuck up uh, and, and accused him of being a, a, an asshole for interfering in them helping these kids. So he's conflating these two things together and making out like Alex Jones, you know, saved a bunch of kids that were tied up in a trunk of a car, which did not happen. Even the video doesn't show that. They're just making shit up at a whole cloth, and, and here we go. And that's Harrison's job, I guess. Okay. That's like 
four lies in the first paragraph. Nope. Apparently there are these guys who I guess have made a career mocking InfoWars. They have a podcast called Knowledge Fight, which is a stupid name, I guess. I mean, Knowledge Fight. Information War. <laughs> Information War, right? InfoWar. InfoWar is something that Alex Jones made up in. Now, right there, well, hold on. Let me, I'll let him talk just a second. Like the mid-90s. And it wasn't until like three years ago that you started seeing articles all over being like, we are engaged in an information war. All right. Um, that's dumb uh, because if you watch this video, and you probably heard it there, uh, Harrison, Ford, Harrison Smith sorry, tried to make fun of their uh, the name of the Knowledge Flight podcast, Knowledge Flight. Oh, it, it doesn't sound anything like InfoWars. It's actually a parody of the name, just like uh, it's a parody of where Alex Jones got it from, which I believe was the CNN show Crossfire. So uh, there you go. And if you watch this video, you can almost watch it click in his head how he's making fun of the name, but the name is actually just a you know uh, a synonym of their of InfoWars, and it almost clicks. He almost gets how dumb he is right there, but um, he has to say that and. Yeah, Alex Jones has been calling it InfoWars since the 90s. Uh, I'd have to look up when Crossfire came, but I'm almost positive that Alex Jones stole that from the idea of Crossfire. Um, but, yeah, here we go. Let me keep talking. For the ages. So it's like one is, like, catchy. It's uh, – foresight is incredible. Uh, really amazing. And then just, like, knowledge fight. Okay, so they're a parody of us. He doesn't get it. And they say – I want to point out here, these long pauses, um, I, I'm hitting play right after I stop talking. I'm trying to keep the pauses between my voice and, and Harrison Smith's voice down to a minimum. These long pauses are him reading it live on air. His lips are moving a little bit. Um, uh, Dipshit has not read this article at all. I've read it twice. I've got it right here beside me. I read it you know, on my phone while I was at work today. I read it again just to make sure I knew what was going on. Uh, I listened to Harrison's this segment on Harrison's show twice, so I, so I knew where to stop and what I wanted to talk about. Like, I don't make any money with this podcast, and I've done twice as much prep work than this dipshit has done um, for what should be a nationally syndicated, uh, you know, t television show and simulcast radio show. So these long pauses you're going to hear are him literally stopping in the middle of his show and reading this article. Mr. Jones seems to be reaching new levels of incoherence. He's so reactive, so self-contradictory day to day. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Okay. You know... Um, yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so he just makes that comment like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, right. Like, oh, oh. But he doesn't point out how Alex Jones is consistent or is not consistent. Anybody who listens to the, um, the Knowledge Fight podcast knows that Dan and Jordan, especially Dan because he prepares the material and, and then bounces it off Jordan, um, does a really good job and he tries very you know he's he's very diligent and he does not take alex jones out of context and actually shows the evolution of alex jones's thinking um uh, i don't want to say mannerisms but like phrases the words he uses and the ideas he's pushing over a long arc um those of you who listen to the podcast uh know that they did a multi-month uh study of how alex jones went from anti-trump to trump like when was that turn because originally uh alex jones uh, said that he was a shady businessman and had mob ties. Uh, you know, he would insinuate that he was connected to the mob, and that's all I had to say about that. Uh, but then suddenly he's, um, you know, Alex Jones has Donald Trump on his show. I think it was like December 12th. Uh, no, that doesn't make sense. I think it was December 12th um, um, before the election. 
the year before the election. Um, so yeah, he went from anti-Trump to just a hundred percent on board with Trump, and still to this day, uh, you know, he's talking about how the election was stolen, Donald Trump's the true president, all this stuff. A hundred percent for this golden god king that they, you know, that they think that they've got in in Donald Trump. Um, same thing was QAnon. When QAnon first started around, Alex Jones, Alex Jones was like kind of curious. Uh, he didn't really want to jump in whole hog because I don't think he understood it. I don't think anybody really understood it when it first got started. But he um, didn't really want to put like all his eggs in that basket. But as it started gaining momentum and more and more people started to follow it, and more and more of those people were people he thought should be on his fucking website, buying his fucking supplements, he, he tried to co-opt it. And he turned on it. He went from saying like, oh, this is this is all kinds of great intel that I have too. You know, Roger Stone and I both know this stuff. And so Q is definitely at the top. He's definitely badass to saying that everything Q said was the exact opposite of what it was. And it was a psyop by, you know, fuck who knows, the globalist Russian, you know, that, that changes every day. But he turned on Q so hard because they wouldn't let him be the king of it. They wouldn't just all fold into the Infowars army. They had their own thoughts about their own bullshit conspiracies that didn't include uh, Alex Jones. So that's why he turned on that. So there's all of these examples of Alex Jones being completely inconsistent from one one week to the next. And if you listen to the show like I do, and I know a lot of the people that uh, listen to Knowledge Fight Podcast don't listen to Alex Jones, um, the show itself, the you know, quote-unquote mainlining InfoWars. I do it too. I do it all the time. I think it's fucking hilarious. I think InfoWars is a three-hour comedy show that does not know it's a comedy show. But it's also a place, like Dan says, where you can see these right-wing um, phrases and ideas start to take root, and then they get passed up the um, media eco, uh, ecosphere. So I listen to it in real time, and I can tell you that Alex Jones is inconsistent from fucking day one to day two. Like, if you pay attention to what he said on Monday, he'll say an exactly different thing on Thursday, and you just gotta, and I guess the either Alex or the listeners have to just act like Monday didn't fucking happen. And so there's no consistency in the show. And Dan and Jordan are constantly pointing it out. Unlike Harrison Smith here, who just calls them, you know, you know, insinuates they don't know what they're talking about with no evidence. All right. So more back to Harrison. Some people don't watch us. They only hear about us through lies, the mainstream media. And I'll get to some more of them in, the, in this article alone. You almost can't blame them for being incorrect about us. You can because, you know, they hold these very strong opinions about things that they've done no research into whatsoever. I've had it with people in my own life. They're like, but Alex, you work for Alex Jones? Isn't he a racist? I'm like, have you ever listened to the show? And they're like, well, no, I mean, I've seen clips. I'm like, but have you ever listened to the show? Have you ever listened to a single episode of his program? No. Why do you have incredibly strong opinions about him? It's, it's, but it's almost understandable because... They're used to being led, along, or led around like dogs, right? All right, I'll stop you right there, Harrison. Again, if Harrison had read this article and done even the most basic uh, research about Knowledge Fight, he would know that the entire premise of Knowledge Fight is to take Alex Jones and InfoWars' words just as they say them, not take them out of context. It's very easy to take Alex Jones's dumb shit out of context. The, the making the frogs gay. Uh, I'll eat my neighbor's ass. All of these things that Alex Jones has said, and he says them in a way that he knows they'll go viral, so he'll get a little bit more clicks that month than usual. Maybe he can sell a little bit more bone broth, uh, you know, caveman bone broth supplement, whatever he's pushing at the time. Um, 
so he knows to do this stuff. And uh, Dan and Jordan are very careful to always put him in context. They will play, uh, they will play audio from multiple episodes. They will play multiple uh, audio from multiple episodes in different years to show this this different evolution. They always put Alex Jones in context. They go out of their way to do it. They are a hundred percent more careful with the information and the facts than than. Um, the, the American Journal, uh, Infowars, or The War Room with o- Owen Schroyer. Nine times out of the ten, you watch these people do this show, they take a headline, they read the headline, and then they go on to just riff about what they want. They want to put it in their their worldview. And on the show Knowledge Fight, Dan will take that article, he'll go get the article, he'll read it, and then tell you why it said absolutely nothing like what they said on Infowars. That's what they do on Knowledge Fight. This dick shit didn't do any of that research just to know any about that he's just making it up uh as we go along so back to back to uh harrison here. they're used to to just follow the master with the leash uh they're telling you that alex jones is bad so they believe he's bad these guys don't have that excuse they listen to alex jones every single day they've built a life off of them i mean how pathetic is this it's fine but it's pathetic really guys um and yet i'd like to point out that they don't um, have an excuse they don't have they aren't just listening to, to it secondhand. They're listening to it every single day and purposefully misconstruing it, purposefully lying about it. it it's really just incredible. It's almost hard to comprehend. Um, sorry for that mix-up with the, with the play and pause, but you're right, Harrison. It is almost hard to comprehend because what you're saying they do is exactly what you do. You lie on purpose all the time. Like I said, do you take a headline? Um, put it in, in your worldview and just riff off of it. Um, there's absolutely no research done on InfoWars, the, the American Journal, InfoWars, or the War Room. None at all. They just make shit up. Um, and if you listen, if you were to listen to one episode of the podcast before you did the segment, you would know that they know what they're talking about and you do not. Mm-hmm. Long pause again. He's reading. So, the, you know, they're framing it. They're trying to find... They're doing research. They're doing research, exploring how better to understand the right wing. How do we get from here to there? How did we disrespect information and the conveying of information so much that we ended up where we were in 2021? Yes, you're right, Harrison. They do do the research, and they do do the research about Alex Jones and you and all of the influences that go into there, and Owen Schroyer and all these people. That's why the Knowledge Fight podcast and everybody has talked, you know, other people have looked into Alex Jones and InfoWars. They know that you have to look into the evolution of Alex Jones from when his parents and him as a young, uh, you know, a young kid growing up in Austin uh, were into the John Birch Society to then him being, you know, uh, infatuated with and going on Bill Cooper's show. Uh, Coast to Coast AM, I believe. Yeah, Coast to Coast AM. Um, then, you know, that translates directly into his involvement with Trump. And then he, then today, like, that kind of evolution over Alex Jones's life is something to, to look at, something to, to check into, something to pay attention to. It's a way of tracking how we go from, you know, being a little bit of a conspiracy theorist to just making up information as we go. Now, now Alex Jones's thing is to be completely anti-vax because thousands of people are dying by the um vaccinations is there has he ever shown any proof of that on the show not at all he just keeps saying it so that's where we are now and yes doing the research will show you that evolution from the john birch society to anti-vax um you know 
uh, nomenclature that Alex uses today. It's just simple fucking straight line through those things. Uh, but Harrison Ford doesn't know. Harrison Smith doesn't know that. I'm going to call him Harrison Ford probably three or four more times during this podcast. I apologize to Harrison Ford on Solo, you're the boy. Sorry. He's still reading. And then, it's, I mean, it's just these poor guys, man. The podcast still broadcasts from a spare bedroom off the kitchen of Mr. Friesen's rumpled apartment on Chicago's north side with his cat, Celine, shrieking for cover. <laughs> It's just like, so it's just, I guess the, I don't know. I don't know how old these guys are. I'm guessing they're like mid thirties. They're just like living alone with their cats surrounded by toys, a Lego bonsai tree. It's like, oh God. All right. I'll stop you there. Okay. This is just, these are ad hominem attacks on Dan and Jordan with no background information. So just off the bat, you know, look in a uh, fake laugh. We got another fake laugh. It's really, you know, kind of kind of annoying. Uh, we know that Jordan uh, has has a longtime partner. Um, Dan has discussed past girlfriends, you know, in the past. Uh, I don't think he's dating anybody right now. It's none of my fucking business, but it's definitely none of Harrison's business. Um, he has no clue if they have partners or not. He just says they live alone uh, in their beige rooms with their cat, you know, and they have toys. Yeah, they have things that. Uh, their fans have sent them, and some of those are toys like a Lego bonsai tree. Maybe, and, and just stay with me here, Harrison, maybe they're doing okay because they haven't gone out over their skis buying, making multi-million dollar studios to just rant into the void. Kind of like I'm doing right now, but uh, I guarantee you my entire setup was less than 100 bucks, and you can still hear me on the goddamn internet, Harrison. So, yeah, so it's just ad hominem attacks with no information, but, you know, we'll let him keep talking. It's so pathetic, these these poor guys. Still reading. Reading. Okay, and then he goes, he goes, in a world where truth was malleable and entertainment a premium, he says, Alex was a star, but it got darker. The money and power got to him. <laughs> Infowars thrived on, stro- on stoking hatred of Muslims, spinning conspiracy theories about staged mass shootings, promulgating lies about Democrats trafficking children, and lately sowing anti-vaccination fabric. Okay, so the last thing, I wanted to stop there, he says anti-vaccination propaganda. Um, Actually, uh, Harrison's right there. That is uh, things that InfoWars does all the fucking time when you're talking about... Thriving on stoking hatred of Muslims, spinning conspiracy theories about stage mass shootings, and promulgating lies about Democrats trafficking children. Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, Infowars does that shit all the time. Um, I don't know who uh, Harrison is supposed to be talking about here, but in the article, um, it sounds on on the the segment that he was he's saying that Dan and or Jordan had said these things, but actually uh, he fucked up that reference. It's actually uh, a man named uh, John Ronson, a journalist and filmmaker who is known. Uh, uh, Alex Jones for more than two decades. Uh, the full quote is, um, he was, uh, you know, uh, da, da, da. Mr. Jones was influenced by the John Birch Society and right-wing Cold War warriors, but conspiracy broadcasters of decades past were boring, boring men in public access studios dissecting all seeing eye on the back of a dollar bill, said Ron Johnson, a journalist and you know, filmmaker known Alex Jones for more than two decades. People were yearning for someone who would be funny. 
In a world of truth was mutable, the entertainment and a premium, he said Alex Jones was a star. And goes on to finish Russia quote. So that was some guy that actually knows Alex Jones and apparently has made some movies with him. Not, uh, you know, Dan or Jordan. So, yeah, he fucked up that reference, uh, Harrison, but that's okay. Uh, now, right now, um, you know, on the screen that Harrison has, they have brought up a YouTube video of Knowledge Fight of Dan and Jordan uh, sitting in their respective seats, um, doing the podcast. They have mics up to their, up to their mouths. They're doing the podcast. And now Harrison Ford is going to, this, this is apparently the first time Harrison, shit, Harrison Smith has, um, seeing them in person, what their physical appearance is. And he's going to go on, uh, some, some, some more ad hominem attacks, but now he has, you know, I guess some information to go off of. Cations. Oh, is this them? Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. These guys. <laughs> Oh, a couple of neck beards indeed. A couple of greasy, overgrown man children in their, their beige windowless room <laughs> telling you that Alex Jones has been corrupted by the power and the money. <laughs> all right. So, first of all, again, ad hominem attack, uh, attacking the person and not their argument. Uh, second, uh, I can say for the record that both neither Jordan or uh, Dan have neck beards. They both have full beards. As a gentleman that is sporting a full beard right now, I take um, umbrage with this little uh, pencil neck uh, Harrison Smith saying that uh, these are neck beards. Uh, I would also like to ask Harrison Smith if he can grow a fucking beard because it does not look like it. Um, so again, more ad hominem attacks, but at least this time he was looking at them and, uh, at least made the attack, uh, based on their appearance. Um, so I guess we're gonna have another long pause and he'll get back to talking. Oh God. Oh, I'm so sorry that these people have to exist. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. So he's still reading. This is all him reading. All right. So. I don't know. I guess they're they're in league with some sort of cult leader. All right. So he's trying to read this live, and he says that they're in league with some cult leader. That's, again, a misquote from the article. Um, they refer to Alex Jones as the cult leader of InfoWars. So, again, you just kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. A big whiff on that one, Harrison. Yeah, so he's 36. Uh, these poor, lonely guys. For InfoWars, a return to obscurity may, might be looming after a dizzying audience surge during Mr. Jones's live broadcast of the Capitol riot on January 6th. That was me. I was live, you numbskulls. Alex Jones was on the ground in Washington, D.C. with a bullhorn telling people not to go into the Capitol. They're just like, during a surge during Mr. Jones's broadcast, I was doing Alex Jones's show on January 6th. Jones, we couldn't even get in contact with him because the, the cell phone uh, uh, signals were down. Okay. I wanted to let him uh, speak for a little bit longer there and let him get to the last bit in there. Um, that is also horseshit. All of it is horseshit, and he knows it's horseshit. He was indeed live with Alex Jones on January 6th. Alex Jones went to Donald Trump's. This was all live on InfoWars. It was constantly live on InfoWars. Um, Harrison Ford was indeed the anchor in the studio. That's not, you know, that wasn't a lie. But they were constantly throwing live to Alex Jones and Owen Schroyer on the ground in Washington, D.C., whether they were at the speech with Donald Trump, and then as Donald Trump stopped speaking, Alex Jones and Owen Schroyer headed with the, the group of people to the Capitol, um, not to do a 
extensive breakdown of the timeline of the Capitol, um, you know, siege on January 6th. But Alex Jones has said on the show that, uh, you know, Donald Trump himself told Alex Jones that he wanted to walk the people from the speech Donald Trump gave to uh, the White, uh, to the Capitol building. Um, and he said, okay, I'll do that story, sir. Um, and then he apparently went that way with everybody. You know, it was, it, they kept going back and forth. But the, the idea that they could not get a hold of um, Alex Jones is complete horseshit. He was he was live. Owen Shorman was live uh, on um, that day uh, constantly. Um, the really funny part about this clip, what he just said, is that it was it's such horseshit because um, Harrison was live that day, and while he was watching the riders overtake the Capitol, he said, and I quote, this is not Antifa. This is patriots taking their government back. Now, that was the sentiment that Alex Jones was, was promoting as well, I don't know, about 45 minutes before that. It wasn't until they got into the Capitol and Alex Jones and uh, Owen Troyer uh, realized that how how much woo fuckery was happening, how sideways this goddamn thing had gotten on them that day, that they 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 had to backtrack in the same live broadcast. So if you go back and watch those those clips from January six, you got um, Harrison Smith live saying this is not Antifa, this is the Patriots taking back your country, and not forty five minutes later. Um, Alex Jones has learned that you know somebody had been shot inside the Capitol. There were multiple injuries. That the day had really gone a lot more violent than he wanted to it to, and he was uh, had switched, just did a 180 and said, "Well, we know it was Antifa. We saw a bunch of Antifa pro- provocateurs. They were wearing MAGA hats. That's what happened. Uh, we had nothing to do with it." And then the following day. They started pushing this idea that um, the entire day Alex Jones had had said, "Everybody stay away from the Capitol. We got to keep this peaceful." But he only did that after he had realized how fucked they were. After everybody was already in there and had you know had rallied to to, to protect the, you know pre, uh, President Trump and and take back the government for him, uh, Alex Jones had spent weeks rallying that stuff. But it wasn't until they saw how actual dangerous and violent it had gotten that, that they saw that they might have some culpability on this. And that's when Alex Jones did a complete one eighty. Um, um, later that evening, they have video of him with a bullhorn screaming, "Don't go in the Capitol! Don't go in the Capitol! Keep it peaceful." That was complete fucking damage control after the fact that they knew they had some culpability. And the reason he know he has some culpability is because they've already arrested um, one uh, InfoWars reporter who was in the Capitol. He was just recently arrested. And several previous InfoWars uh, employees were arrested. Uh, Joe Biggs is a previous InfoWars guy. He's big with the Proud Boys now. He was just, he's been arrested. I think he's been um, in, um, remanded to custody. He was not allowed out uh, until his trial. I mean, these are some serious fucking players in this uh, Capitol riot that Alex Jones had to, A, one, take credit for, and then within 45 minutes later, act like he didn't know and had nothing to do with it. So that's all horse shit that he's saying right here. And uh, you can go back and watch him saying it. The own videos of him, you know, being completely horse shit here. All right, but when we get back, uh, we're just going to go over just some <coughs> of the stories this month that have proven Alex Jones right. Because they're acting like Alex Jones is just spiraling, you know, Oh, he doesn't know what's... Everything is coming true. He's right about everything, and it's all coming to fruition. You cannot. Narrator, he is not. I got a little bit more tunes here coming into the the next segment. Again, I'm just just flabbergasted at the number of lies in this one uh, article. Okay, again, remember, he keeps talking about how there's lies in the article, but he hasn't disproved any of them. He just keeps calling them lies and then moving on. 
which is what you do if you don't know how to prove it's a lie. All right. Or just the way it, uh, you know, again, it's like some people, they don't know, they read this stuff, they think it's true, they believe it, and uh, really can't blame them for, for being dumb. Uh, but these people, they know what they're doing. They know that they're lying. They're not dumb. They're consciously uh, manipulative. And you got to ask yourself why. It's like InfoWars has undergone firings. And All right. Before we get to the next section about firing, you do have to ask yourself why, Harrison. Because I think that last segment, that last sentence, is so much project projection, it just hurts. It just fucking hurts how much he's projecting there. Why do, why do they do this? Why do they lie if they know they're telling a lie? Why would anybody do that? I don't know, Harrison. Why would you do it? Could it be a steady paycheck? Is that why you do it? I mean, it's just, it's funny. And, and there'll be a little bit more projecting before we wrap this up. And it gets worse. It gets worse as he finishes the article. Internal ruptures. This is another thing that we saw. Yeah, Dave and I got fired. One guy, <laughs> one guy got fired. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's just like BuzzFeed, half of their uh, class gone. Huffington Post, 40% of writers eliminated. Entire squadrons of so-called reporters axed on a single day. It's just, you know, they're just like, uh, everybody sign in to the new spring meeting. Hi, everybody. You're cool all voice, fired dude. because we're all losing money. And even though we're getting hundreds of millions of dollars from big corporate donors, you're all fired. Meanwhile, InfoWars just like chugging along. And we read headlines where it's just like, just like InfoWars is embroiled in massive firings. And it's just like, where are you guys? But nobody here got fired. We're all here. We're all still working. Oh, okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> it's just like, they just make stuff up. <laughs> they do, Harrison. All right, let's review. First of all, I'd like to ask if a group of uh, journalists is called a squadron. Um, if anybody can hit me up with that. I mean, is that like a, a, a group of crows being called a, a murder? Is that like a murder of crows? Like a squadron of uh, journalists? Um, I think you just made that shit up, Harrison. Second of all, there were a lot of people shit can, and InfoWars did go under a, a very massive restructuring uh, just a couple months ago. Um I don't have the date off the top of my head. I should have looked that up, but we're just kind of letting it go here. Um, David Knight was, was shit-canned one morning. Um, that same uh, day when Alex Jones did the Infowar, he got, like, really moody and was talking about how he doesn't have the money to run everything and blah, blah, blah. And he said, well, you know, uh, I had to, had, to, had to cancel a bunch of shows. So, yeah, uh, Alex Jones was – I'm sorry. Uh, David Knight wasn't the only one that was fired. So David Knight was fired. Deanna Lorraine had a show – called the election roundup or the election news that was on after the the war room so that'd be from like six to nine so she was on uh every weekday from six to nine that show got shit canned um uh alex jones's um sometimes lawyer robert barnes he comes on he comes on a lot now he was supposed to get a show that was going to be on the weekends and sundays or something like that uh that got shit canned like and of course there's the the caller show so anybody who listens to knowledge fight or has ever listened to um, InfoWars knows that Alex Jones is constantly telling any caller that he thinks is smart and has a good idea, basically any caller that agrees with him, that they're a great caller. We got we to gotta get you on. You got to do a show. And so Alex Jones has been been talking about doing this caller only show. Like he was going to take like, I don't know, a dozen of his best callers and then have like some of them every Saturday field a show or what the fuck ever. But that's what he was going to do. He's been saying he's going to do that for years. That got shit canned. That whole idea got shit canned. So it went from all, all these people down to 
Alex Jones, Owen Schroyer, and then this Harrison Smith guy came out of the fucking woodwork to take over uh, the American Journal. Originally, Alex was going to do the American Journal from from 8 to 11. Then from 11 to uh, 2, he would do his show. And then there's a fourth hour to his show. It goes from 2 to 4. That Usually some other right-wing loon takes over because Alex has to go eat. Um, and then from 3... Excuse me. From three to six is the war room with Owen Troyer. So um, Alex was originally going to do six hours, and yeah, no, it's seven hours on his own. Six hours on his own, maybe seven, and uh, he couldn't do it. Like he was, he like he was, he was complete horseshit on it. And so this Harrison Smith guy comes out of nowhere. He hadn't been on the show. He every now and then would like hand out something off off stage. Then he gets the show and he does this with it. So you can tell how great he's doing. Spends half the time in this segment. Um, fucking reading this article. I spend more time talking than he has. They literally just make stuff up. Say Mr. Jones's fringe appeal has been partly eclipsed by the QAnon conspiracy movement, which he's condemned. Having spent weeks urging patriots to the ramparts in Washington on January 6th. Yeah, again, Alex Jones did a 180 on QAnon. He was for it until they wouldn't uh, follow him and let him be the king of it, and then now he's against it. Luckily, he was against it just before it became known that uh, um, the owner of it, oh God, Ron something, I forget his name. Uh, watch the watch the QAnon thing on HBO; it's pretty good. Um, but uh, you know, Alex Jones dumped QAnon right before everybody started to dump QAnon, and now he's pretty open about saying how it's all horseshit. But that's fine, whatever. You know, idiots attacking idiots is fine with me. Mr. Jones has since labored to distance himself from the riot which resulted in the arrest of some InfoWars associates, including a cameraman last week. Again, it's just like the video is there, Alex Jones with a bullhorn stopping people from going into the Capitol. Stopping people from going into the Capitol after the fact. Again, after the fact. It was all for show. It's just incredible. It makes you ask, you know, why? (laughs) Why, 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 why? Why do they do this? Why do they have to lie so much? Why are they so dishonest? Uh, do they not have consciences? Do they not have, I don't know, a soul? Maybe not. The projection there is so perfect that if you watch this video, and you can find this video. I, I don't think I've said this before, but you can find this on band.video, and it's under the hair, uh, the American Journal um, tab. You can find this video yourself. Watch this. This projection is so complete that he stops in the middle of it, and it almost like he looks in the mirror and goes, "Fuck, that's me." But yeah, good, good, good call, Harrison. It's like part of the problem, Mister Freeson <laughs> said, "Is uh, Mister Trump's desultory exit." The last five years of Alex's content has been singularly focused around the ability of one strong man to be the change that's needed in the world. It's just a total lie. It's just a total, total lie. That's not a lie if you watch InfoWars and notice how much Donald Trump has played into Alex Jones's narrative and business model in the last you know four years. Um I am of the opinion that Donald Trump didn't want to win president. He just wanted to further uh, promote his brand and, you know, come back with the uh, next better um, season of The Apprentice or whatever the hell he would do next. Um, and 
Alex Jones was geared up to call Hillary Clinton a demonic pedophile for four years and just make money hand over fist doing that. And Trump winning the election made him do a hard pivot. But that hard pivot, <coughs> excuse me, that hard pivot was in some ways the downfall of InfoWars. But now he's completely tied up in, in Donald Trump's, you know, uh, coattails. And now that Donald Trump is becoming less and less relevant every day that he's not on Twitter and not, you know, the kingmaker he believed himself to be of the, you know, the GOP. Um, Alex Jones is losing more and more influence, and that is seen in his in his you know ratings. It's seen in his income. It's seen in all of these ways that he just gets shunned from from big events that he used to be maybe a center stage at. So yeah, there you go. Anyway, they just lie and lie and lie and lie and lie and continue <coughs> to lie. They don't ever talk about what Alex Jones actually talks about. They don't actually say what he actually says. They don't actually delve into his sources of information or the particulars of what he's talking about because you'll find if you do dive into that yeah there we haven't found anything anybody who's as interesting as alex you are pathetic sir <laughs> mr freeson you child you overgrown baby you you toddler with a beard just just living in squalor with his cat being like alex jones is bad <laughs> All right, that's enough of Harrison Smith. So that there's the tail end of the of the video of the segment I'm, I'm going to pay attention to. You know, right now on the screen they've got Alex Jones uh, physically stopping a car from uh, you know from trafficking children. Bullshit! It's that viral video that Alex Jones wants to make you think he stopped something and he really just interfered with a guy taking migrant children to a, a Catholic missionary and a service destination. Um, yeah, we can we can debate whether the border is is a good situation, not situation. You know, that's that's a discussion for another story. The the fact that Alex Jones did not stop any trafficking is a complete fact. Um, Harrison Smith did nothing but malign uh, Dan and Jordan of Knowledge Fight without any information about them whatsoever, without doing any goddamn research whatsoever. And if you listen to an episode of Knowledge Fight, you'll know that Dan does deep, deep dives on all of Alex Jones' sourcing, everything he says verbatim to show that not only does Alex Jones not do any research that he says he does, he doesn't read the sources he, he pre presents to the readers or the viewers, and basically that anything Alex Jones says is complete horseshit. It does what There's no need to pay attention to anything Alex Jones says because it's either a complete fabrication or a half-truth at best. And that was the point, that is the point of the Knowledge Fight podcast. It's not to just make Alex Jones look stupid. He does that on his own. But they do the research and they do the comparison and they do the analysis of what he said before to what he said today to what's going on in the world to prove that Alex Jones is, is really nothing but a just shithead liar that is there to sell you his supplements, whether it be, you know, he used to be big into gold. Now it's, you know, your, your survival gear. Survival food, water filtration, all of that shit. That's what Alex Jones pumps out. He doesn't pump out fucking information. He doesn't pump out a, a coherent worldview. He just pumps out horse shit after horse shit after horse shit so that to scare his listeners enough that they'll buy his, you know, organic heirloom seeds and his water filters and his, you know, bone broth, bone broth suppositories or whatever the hell he's hawking. So. Uh, that's about it. Uh, I know this is a different format than we usually do 
on the podcast. Uh, I hope it was enjoyable. I had some fun doing it. It was kind of fun to, to listen to this and to shit on Harrison Smith for a while. It's not hard. Um, I hard, had to do hardly any research to, to do this little this little vignette on uh, Harrison Smith. But uh, I knew that the guys at Knowledge Fight Podcast, Dan and Jordan, would not do it. So I felt I should go ahead and step in, step into the breach and uh, take the hit. Um, hopefully next time uh, we'll have uh, some other people on the podcast for me to talk to. Uh, I think Shay is going to be gone because he's going to be camping. So I hope he has a good time. But um, as always, uh, I enjoyed doing this. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. Uh, you should be able to find us anywhere you find your podcasts. Um, also, if you have a question or a comment, you can hit us up on the Facebook or the Twitter. It's it's at the Woodscast seventeen seventy six, or uh, hit us up. It's uh, the Woodcast seventeen seventy six at gmail dot com. Because as always, fuck Alex Jones and his shtick. Uh, we'll take it over. Uh, we are everywhere. Alex Jones is not allowed to be, and uh, it's not that hard, Alex. You just have to not be a uh, you know racist asshole, and you can stay on these platforms. It's actually really simple. Anyway, remember what Captain Hydra says, seize the means of production.